Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast. I'm Elizabeth Scala, the Research Program Coordinator. And I'm Maddie Whalen, the Evidence-Based Practice Program Coordinator in the Center for Nursing Inquiry. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And today we're here to talk about the evidence-based practice tools, which are within the Johns Hopkins Hospital Nursing Evidence-Based Practice Model. And oh my goodness, there's many tools, there's lots to cover, but for today's podcast, we're going to tackle two of those tools. And I'm so glad we have Maddie here, the expert. So Maddie, first of all, where can nurses find the evidence-based practice tools? Well, there's a couple different places you can find them. If you have the evidence-based practice book, they're in the back of the book in the appendices section. But if you want to just be able to look at them online, they're actually on the Johns Hopkins intranet under the professional practice tab along the top of the screen under the Center for Nursing Inquiry evidence-based practice. And I was going to say, you're right. So across the top, we've got various menu bars and someone would click on professional practice. When they get there on the left-hand side, the left-hand menu, they'll click on professional programs. Then you have evidence-based practice within that. And there's a, a tab for all the tools. So we will definitely help folks. And we're going to tell the listeners how to find us. In terms of the tools, though, when they get to that page on the internet, and I like how you mentioned the book to remind folks that we do have the Johns Hopkins Nursing Evidence-Based Practice book, where the tools are right there at your fingertips. But let's say they're going online. You know, when you get online, how do we have them? What formats are they and how could people use these tools? So all the tools are listed under the name of the tool and the research evidence appraisal tool and the non-research evidence appraisal tool are right in the middle of the list. And you actually have two different ways to access them. There's a PDF version and a Word version. So depending on how you like to fill out forms online or if you want to print them out, you can open the document and either fill it out on your computer or print it out to fill it out by hand. Excellent. And I know I'm, I'm a little old fashioned. I do like printing them out and having the papers right there as I'm reading through an article. However, we know folks these days want to do things online and save trees. So I'm glad we have both versions available for our nursing staff. Next question I was thinking about, you mentioned a tool called research evidence appraisal tool. And then you mentioned the non-research evidence appraisal tool. So I'm sure it's pretty important to figure out which is which. So tell us a little bit, like, what's the difference between the two and what's the first step a nurse would take? So when you're starting to use these tools, it's when you have all the articles that you're ready to read and you're wanting to make sure that they answer your question and you want to see the quality of the article and also what type of article it is. Is it a case study? Is it a randomized control trial? So what you're going to do is you're going to take a look at your article and just try and determine what what did they do? What are they writing up? Is it just an organizational experience where we said, hey, we did this quality improvement project. We want to let you know what we did. Or is it a huge trial where they enrolled people and are writing up the results. So the first tool, it's also known as Appendix E, is the research evidence appraisal tool. And that's going to walk you through some questions to make sure that you are using the right tool. So at the very top of it, you're going to be able to decide, is it a quantitative or a qualitative? And if it doesn't answer any of those questions, it actually might just redirect you to the next one, which is the non-research evidence appraisal tool. Perfect. Perfect. So really just quick to recap, and then I'll let you keep going. But 
The research evidence appraisal tool is Appendix E, and those are used for research articles. So if you have a research article you're reading, and then if you're like, you know what, I'm answering the, I'm, I'm looking at this tool, but none of these questions are being answered. I, I really don't think this is a research study. A nurse would pull out the non-research evidence appraisal tool, Appendix F, and use that one for a non-research article. Now, goodness gracious, I know from using Appendix E and Appendix F, there's a lot of questions. So was there something else you wanted to share about those two tools? Yeah. So I did want to say that as you're starting to go through Appendix E, that there is a sort of a failsafe for you that if you started doing it and you didn't quite, maybe you didn't pick the right one to begin with, there are some prompts in there that say, hey, wait a second. If you said no to this question, you're actually should be using the other tool. So it will direct you to Appendix F. So they try and give you as many hints as possible as you go through and to try and make it as straightforward as possible for you. Excellent. And you know what I was just thinking, Maddie, as someone's listening to this and they're feeling like, well, how do I figure out if it's a research article versus a non-research article? And this is, you know, one of my first times doing an evidence-based practice project and really utilizing this model to do a systematic appraisal of, of evidence they can always reach out to us, you or me, you know, we're happy to help. We're happy to come sit down with folks. We will, we do have office hours available with the Center of Nursing Inquiry. We'll come out to your unit. So keep listening. Don't feel overwhelmed. We'll tell you at the end of this podcast how to reach out to us. All right. So I know myself, especially since these tools have recently been revised, I know, you know, Appendix E can look overwhelming. The research appraisal tool itself, Appendix E is 10 pages. Like, do I have to fill out every single question and every single answer on those pages? Tell us, you know, where might folks like myself get hung up? So there's definitely a couple really good things to know before you start. And the first thing is that even though you have 10 pages in front of you, you do not have to fill out all those pages. And they're at the bottom of every page of every box, there's a skip pattern. So as you fill everything out, you want to make sure you read that final row at the bottom of the page because it's going to tell you where you need to go next. You don't necessarily have to fill out the following page, but rather skip to the page that correlates with the things that you've already been filling out. So that's my the biggest hint I have for everyone to not, it seems overwhelming, but really you're going to be moving through the tool and leaving a lot of it blank. And that's totally normal. The other thing that I've noticed that a couple people have gotten caught up on is that when you're filling out that top part of the first appraisal section, there's a question without a number attached to it. And then there's a number one, two, and three below it. And make sure that you're when you're filling that out, you don't count that first question as the one, two, or three. That's a separate question. And that's also gotten people a little hung up a couple times. Those are great tips. And I can tell you, you know, the one thing I want to encourage folks to think about is it takes time. It takes practice. I mean, you need to be patient with yourself. You need to be gentle with yourself. In fact, I encourage folks, you know, if this is your first time using the tool to reach out to us and have us come help you. And as you're using these tools on your own to really kind of turn off your electronic devices, minimize all your computer screens, have the tool and the article in front of you so you can follow those skip patterns so you can, you know, make sure you're answering the questions as they make sense. Is there anything else before we wrap up, Maddie, that you'd like to say about these appendices, the research evidence appraisal tool or the non-research evidence appraisal tool? Any final thoughts? 
Um, well, I do want to emphasize again that we are happy to help. We have an email address you can reach us at. We have office hours that we're holding throughout the hospital. And we are, this is why we're here is to help you with these doing evidence-based practice projects. So I want to make sure that we highlight that as well. Um, and I also want to mention, like you said, that it is it does seem overwhelming, but if you can take 10 uninterrupted minutes to really make sure that you're on the right tool and going down the right path, it's going to save you so much time in the long run. Absolutely. So like 10 minutes of quiet time will save you probably hours of headache later. So Maddie mentioned a few ways to contact us. Our email address is nursing inquiry, all one word, nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu. We do have a Facebook group. It's a closed group, so you'll have to request access. It's the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry, so you can find us on Facebook. And as Maddie already mentioned, we do have a page, a space on the nursing intranet. So again, across that top menu bar, if you click on professional practice, one of the things on the left-hand menu that'll show up on the left-hand side is the Center for Nursing Inquiry page. And Elizabeth Scala here and Maddie Whalen, you can always look us up in the Outlook. So we will be coming back at you for another podcast next month. Thank you. Ooh, ooh, ooh.